everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhard and I am your host. Today we're talking about be your own superhero. No one is coming to rescue you. So I'm going to start off with a few examples of people in my life who come to me for help and and I just notice that they are always looking for help outside themselves. So we'll talk about why and why that's not always the answer, how that's really keeping you from going forward in life. And I'll share some perspective of mine because quite frankly, that was the life I was living until I had my stroke. That was my life. So I've learned a thing or two, and I'd like to share that with you today. And we're going to talk about how do you start to put on your cape and really go for, for things in life that you want. Um, and I'm going to share with you at the end, I'll be honest, I'm going to spend about five minutes or so. I'm going to talk to you about not only how do you put on your cape, but how can the Life on Purpose program, uh, which we've been promoting, help you do that. Okay, so I, I want to talk through that a little bit. Um, I, it's a shameless plug. Okay. I've told you before, I don't use this podcast as a platform to sell. That is not the purpose. That's purpose number seven out of seven, honestly. However, this, this episode today, I was just like, oh my gosh, that is the life on purpose program because we help you find your cape. If you don't know where it is, we help you adjust it. If it's a little off kilter and we also help you, if you've been wearing your cape and doing really amazing things in life, we help you fly a little bit higher. And the purpose of you going through this life on purpose program is so that you would realize at the end, that's right. I am my own superhero. I don't need Michelle. I don't need other people. I can trust myself and I'm off and running. Okay. So you might want to take some notes on this. There's going to be some, some really good tips here. So, um, with that, I release you and uh, enjoy. All right. So let's talk about being your own superhero. So first of all, let me kind of share some examples. So, I have, especially in the past, maybe not so much recently, but I've had clients who came to me and they wanted me to some sort of way save them, if you will. Okay. Um, So for example, you know, lots of times they'll say, Michelle, just tell me what to do. I'm like, how do I know what you should do? I am not living your life. You're living your life. And so sometimes they're a little bit disappointed when they work with me because honestly, I'm going to encourage you to do your own thinking, um, to do your own deciding and to do your own saving, if that makes sense. Now, I am perfectly happy and I absolutely enjoy and love to walk with people through, you know, their thinking and deciding and all of that kind of stuff. So I absolutely can help you with that. I consider myself a guide or facilitator. I guess facilitator is more, uh, more than a guide. Like there are certain teaching points. Obviously, if you're a listener to the podcast, you know, I love teaching points, right? Um, but when I'm working with you one-on-one, I'm much more of a facilitator to your own awesomeness. Okay. So my job is to help you to see how awesome you are and to walk out that awesomeness. My job is not to come in and tell you how awesome I am and you should be just as awesome as I am. Okay. So really the goal of these one-on-one interactions is for you to see yourself as your own superhero. 
Okay. That's why I love when my coaching clients are like, you know, Michelle, I, I, I think I'm okay. I think I'm good. I, I, I could probably stop this coaching thing. Okay, great. Go at it. Right now. Sometimes they come back, you know, and they're like, okay, I need a little reset. All right. You forgot how awesome you are. I can remind you. Right. Sometimes some people will come and they'll say, all right, I just, I want you on speed dial just in case. Okay. That's all right. I love to work myself out of a job. Now, I've also had friends and family who, you know, they come to me and they're they're saying, okay, I'm working on this or I'm focusing on this or I might, you know, see them at an event or something and say, you know, how's life treating you? And more oftentimes than not, what I notice is that they are always looking to an outside source to tell them what to do. Okay, so, you know, maybe they're, they're they have a mentor and their mentor is saying, do this, do this, right? Uh, maybe they're reading a book. Usually this is what happens. You know, somebody's reading a book on some personal development thing and they're like, oh my gosh, they said I should do this. Or maybe you're sitting down to a meal and they're like, you know, I would really, really like a bite of those potatoes, but I just can't because my mentor in this book says if I have one bite of potatoes, it's going to ruin my diet. Okay. All right. I'm going to sit there and enjoy the potatoes. You do whatever makes your heart happy, right? Or they're focusing on systems without really truly understanding what those systems are about and what the goal is. And they never go to this place of like, how do the principles of that the mentor is talking about, that this book is, you know, um, sharing with you that the, the system is going through, how do these principles apply to my situation, Okay, so sometimes people are just grabbing onto, let's say, a system or a a thought system, a belief system, and they're just running with it. Like, okay, this worked for that person. It's definitely going to work for me. All right. So you're trying to be your own superhero. I totally get it. But you're taking on all of the stuff that somebody else is trying to give you. And let me just let me just throw this out there. Okay, I know we're supposed to be polite, right? And not talk about politics or religion. These are two, um, and I'm going to say systems. These are two systems that have beliefs driving everything. And unless you stop and think about how does this system help and hinder my life, you know, if you just go and buy into the whole thing, right? And never do your own thinking, that is not being your own superhero. Okay, I'm just going to throw that out there. Now, if you go do all of the thinking and you're like, oh, yes, yes. Okay. So for example, for me, um, I'm not going to tell you my political beliefs or even my religious beliefs, but uh, whenever I'm, I'm with a new mentor or reading a new book or I'm looking at a system or, or anything like that, I say, okay, what do I currently agree with? What do I not agree with? And then I go through these mental hoops, these gymnastics of like, okay, well, why do I agree with this? And why do I not agree with this? And what are the principles behind X, Y, and Z? And do those principles align with who I am and what I'm about? And for the grand majority of the time, I will tell you this, that let's say I'm, you know, in agreement with this group of people over here. Most likely, I probably agree with 80% of of what they're all about and 20% not so much. Okay, so if I have aligned myself with a group or an institution or organization, that's usually the 80-20 rule for me. Now, when I notice, you know, sometimes over time, I notice that uh, maybe this organization 
is not growing. Okay. And I'm not talking about numbers or anything like that, but the thinking is not growing. It's not developing. It's not, uh, it's just not up to par with who I am. Then I have to look at it and say, okay, this organization institution group has been extremely helpful to me in the past and I love them. And I'm so grateful and it's time to find another. Okay. That is an example of being your own superhero saying, oh my gosh, you guys, uh, I so appreciate you. Uh, God bless. And, and putting your cape on and going somewhere else. Okay. Now, you know, the result of that is, is, uh, this, this, when you're relying on someone else, you never really see your own identity. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a great example. So the last week or so, uh, I don't know what led us to it. It was just one of those things. Uh, we have been watching a series on Netflix on Scientology. Now, I didn't really know a whole lot about Scientology when we started. I, I don't, I don't know what drew me to it, but it, I've just found it fascinating. And more so from the fact of how do you get tens or hundreds of thousands of people to buy into something that's not necessarily true. <laughs> that, like the, that's the lens I was watching this documentary through. And it was fascinating. So if you haven't watched that, I would highly recommend it. Um, and quite frankly, you know, I saw many parallels from all kinds of things. It was interesting because my husband and I have been having these conversations, all kinds of things like what makes these people believe this? What makes people stay? And, and it is one of those things that once you're in it, there are many reasons why you would choose to stay that are good reasons. Um, however, there's many people on the show who have been significantly and severely negatively impacted. So, you know, I, I don't want to talk much more about that. Watch the show. Okay. But the thing that really struck me was every single one of the people who were sharing their story, um, you know, whether they were folks who, you know, were of the age of consent, if you will, and decided to go be a part of this group, or they were children who grew up in it. Um, every single one of them had to get to a place where they made a decision. And the only way that they were able to break free from this organization uh, was to be, to make that decision and to take action. Now it was a very personal and individual decision because nobody could make that for them. And they had to take the action, meaning they had to go and do something. Okay. That is being your own superhero. Cause you know what? In that situation, no one is coming to rescue you. You have to do it for yourself. Some of them had very brave, um, and dramatic exits from, you know, the organization, uh, and others just quietly left, but they had a lot of fallout for doing so. Now, also, let me just say this, that after they made the decision and took that initial reaction or action, um, they had a lot of people coming together at, as a community. And that's what I loved about watching that show is the community that was created of all of these people who left. And it was just fascinating to see them stepping out into their own awesomeness of, I'm going to show love and compassion and, you know, be a real person with you and just be authentic and vulnerable. All of the things that that organization did not allow them to be, uh, it just was beautiful to watch. But, you know, the, the result is that 
you know, you're, you're, you're trying to figure out a new way of life, right? All of these folks are figuring out a new way of life. But the initiating thing was you had to make an individual action or individual decision and take an action. I cannot tell you how many people, clients, friends, family, people I read about on the, on Facebook, can't tell you how many people are sitting there and waiting for somebody else to decide for them and somebody else to take action. Now that somebody else could be maybe your, your form of your higher power, right? I'm just going to sit over here in the corner and just pray for what I want, right? That's fine. That's, that's a form of decision, I guess. Um, but you got to take action on it, right? We're co-creators here. So you got to actually do something. Um, that could be, you know, maybe you have a mentor and you're like, oh yes, um, this mentor is going to offer this one class I really need in like three months. I'm just going to wait three months until that class. He'll tell me everything I need to know. Uh, no, you need to put your cape on now and you need to start walking that out. Maybe, you know, in three months time, you will have that individual experience that now when your mentor talks, you go, okay, this, this, and this applies to what I know for myself. However, this and this over here, I don't necessarily need. That makes sense? Now, lest you think that I am some uh, guru up on a mountain, because if you know me, you know that that is so not true. Uh, I totally understand this. Okay, so... You know, for many, many years of my adult life, honestly, the, the first, well, let's see, probably the first 35 years of my life, uh, I was almost a, a perfect people pleaser. Okay. I learned at a very young age, as I think many people do when they're um, exposed to early childhood traumas and abuses, uh, you learn at an early age how to be hyper vigilant and keep the people in your environment happy right? And so I learned how to be a people pleaser. Um, and in essence, what I was trying to do, I was trying to be everybody's superhero, right? Let me make you happy. Because I thought that if I did that, they would finally notice me. Okay. So, you know, I don't know if that's your story or not, but I, I had to come to the realization for myself, whoa, nobody's coming to rescue me. They don't even notice me. And what am I going to do with that? Right now, um, I also had during that time, a lot of people that I considered were mentors or leaders in my life and uh, many organizations. I'm just going to pinpoint one. I'm going to say the church. So it wasn't necessarily the um, individual church I was attending at the time. It, it could have been uh, a compilation of church activities and groups and different organizations. So the church in general. Okay. Um, at that time, I was really being told, um, you know, some things that don't necessarily jive with this idea of being your own superhero. So, for example, you know, I, I really was told these things because I really, truly believe that the, the church itself was trying to help me, uh, you know, have a have an abundant life, at least by their standards. And if I did everything that they told me to do, I would have a happy home. You know, I would have a happy marriage. I would have happy children. I would be, you know, um, fulfilled, you know, doing these things. So the message that I was getting was that I need to be um, basically giving up my own sense of identity or purpose or dream, um, that that really wasn't for me. My job was to be a good stay-at-home mom and to take care of these children because that was my highest calling. 
uh, and that I was to be subservient to my husband uh, because he is the leader of our home. And so whatever he says goes, and I should not really be talking out in church because I was a woman and clearly I didn't have anything good to say. Now, maybe your church experience has been a little bit different. I know that is not all churches, okay? I have since grown up and realized that there are great churches out there that do not preach those kinds of things. Um, but because I was in that environment and exposed to that, I was really, um, you know, taking it all in and like, okay, these people clearly know what's good for me. So I'm going to do that, right? Well, I will tell you this, that, uh, you know, it didn't take too long from that point when, uh, honestly, I, that's when I had my stroke. I was so stressed in my life trying to keep people happy, um, trying to live up to what my quote unquote mentors were telling me to do. I was so unfulfilled individually. Nobody noticed me. Um, and quite frankly, uh, I'll tell you this, that if I did not kind of wake up from that stroke, you wouldn't be hearing this podcast, number one, uh, but I don't believe that I would be here in bodily person. <laughs> there, there's just been too many occurrences of, you know, uh, near death reactions and things like that, that quite frankly, I probably would have just given up. Um, so, you know, the, the thing that, and, and I, let me just preface or say this, that listen, my husband is an amazing man and we are much more in partnership than we have ever been before. And we are no longer at some of those churches who were speaking those things. So, you know, rest assured, I, you know, I'm not under those powers anymore. Okay. Um, you know, my, my mentors, uh, even though they've been hugely helpful in my growth, there, there's a few of them I just had to break away with. Like I, I, okay, I can't, I can't be under that anymore. Right. And even doctors, um, doctors are trying their very best. Okay. I truly believe that. However, you know, it, it's called the, the medical arts and a practice for a reason. It's not guaranteed. Uh, and they're only working from their own assumptions. And so even though they have been trying to help me, such as when I had my stroke, uh, they didn't really help me. They didn't help me see my awesomeness. Okay. And so, you know, one truth that that's kind of been woven, if you will, through all of this in my life, no one's coming to rescue me. Okay. No one's coming to rescue me from the hardness of life. Now, listen, there's tons of support and encouragement and guidance out there. And I have been, especially the last three years, uh, I've just been on this journey of trying to connect on a deeper level with more people. Um, I think that's why I love the podcast because some of you are very loyal listeners and we have that connection back and forth all the time. You know, some of you are communicating with me weekly and letting me know how, how things are going in your life. And I've really been cultivating different friendships, you know, so you know, I'm not saying you are alone and you have to be your own superhero at everything, but especially the initial, I'm breaking away from some things in my life. You've got to put your own cape on. Okay. And then you got to start looking around for, okay, who, who out there is really able to help me and encourage me and support me in my own dreams and goals, not in what they think I should be doing. Okay. So really in order to move forward in life, you got to put on your cape. You got to stop waiting for somebody outside of you to tell you what to do. Yes, there are times when you need an answer to your question, right? But you really should, and I know I've talked about this before, but stay in the question. 
So um, I have a, a colleague of mine, he's been building his business for a while and he's um, been studying all kinds of things on sales and marketing. Um, he, he's in a kind of a speaking business like I do. Um, and he's been taking all of these courses and he keeps coming back and he's like, something just doesn't, it doesn't click with me. And so as we're going through and talking through the principles, he's like, okay, okay. So before I started taking these classes, I was doing X, Y, and Z. And I said, why, why were you doing that? And he's like, I don't know. It just felt right. And I said, okay, so it sounds like you're doing parts of those systems and it was working for you. So why did you start taking all these courses? And he said, well, you know, because people were selling them to me because I thought maybe I need to know more and, and on and on. And I said, so what do you think now? And he's like, you know what, I'm just going to take the next six months and I'm going to go based on my intuition uh, and, and divine guidance and see what happens. I'm like, heck yeah, that's an awesome experiment. That is a, a great example of him putting his own cape on and saying, let's go try. And you know what? When he does that for six months, guess what's going to happen? He's going to know exactly which questions he needs answered. He's going to go, hmm, okay, this doesn't seem to work. I wonder why. Now, he's not going to have to go and take a whole course, right? He's probably going to know, okay, here's an expert. Let me just go ask this one question, right? And sometimes getting the answer to your one question and bringing it back to something you already know, that is way more valuable than putting all your time, money, effort, and resources into somebody else's stuff, okay? Now, let me just tell you this. <laughs> because I'm about to invite you again to the Life on Purpose program, okay? So I preface that example very intentionally because I do not want you to think I use this podcast as a way to sell. I, I think if you listen to my podcast number 500, that was number seven of seven goals for the podcast, okay? That is not my intention. However, I do know that there are some of you out there that you're listening to this and you're going, okay, wait a minute. I get the principle, Michelle, but I just don't know how to start. Like, I don't even know where my cape is. Is it balled up in the corner somewhere of the closet? Like, can you help me find it, right? If that is you, the Life on Purpose program is probably your best bet, okay? Here's why. Because in order to put on your own cape, you've got to figure out, number one, you've got to decide to be your own hero. Okay. That's, that's the first step. You got to say, you know what, I, this is a me and me deal. So by coming in the life on purpose program, you are deciding that, you know what, I'm going to come, I'm going to do this program. I'm going to put myself first. And that's your action step that begins everything. Okay. The next step to putting your cape on is to examine your thinking. All right, what is my thinking in relation to, you know, the different parts of my life, my health, my wealth, my career, my family? Um, and where did that thinking come from? Is that your thinking? So did you come up with that and decide that? Or was that implanted by other people, whether it be your family, your culture, your environment? Okay, the Life on Purpose program is going to show you how that cycle works and help you figure out whose thinking is this. Okay. Another way to the next step of putting on your cape is that you've got to, uh, you got to pick a point and fly to it. Okay. Some of you have never done this walking out before. You're always listening to somebody else and you need the opportunity within a safe environment to pick a small goal and to fly towards it and know that you're safe in doing that. Okay. 
So we'll help you do that for a short distance, not only weekly, but also for a three month span of time. Um, the next thing in putting on your cape is practicing listening to your gut instinct, that still small voice, your intuition. You know, a lot of people don't understand that that is related to your subconscious. So Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Blink. Oh my gosh, it's an amazing book if you really want to know the science behind all of this. But basically what it says is that, you know, your subconscious brain processes information a million times faster than your conscious brain. So your conscious is your awake, aware, alert. So you know, this is how you can walk into a room and you have a feeling that something's off, but you're not quite sure why your subconscious knows why things are off. Your conscious brain is trying to catch up. So your intuition, um, everything that you experience, not just consciously. So if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you're consciously listening. If not wake up, right. Uh, but also everything that's happening around you, whether you notice it or not, your subconscious is taking all of that in and it's processing that information. And so your instinct or your gut is really your subconscious saying, we know what's going on here. Pay attention. That's a huge part of being your own superhero is trusting your instinct. And if you do not know how to do that, you have got to join us in the life on purpose program. I'm going to show you how to do that. Okay. Obviously another part of being your own superhero is you got to process your stress. Okay. Stress keeps us from creating or being creative and solving problems. And if you're a superhero, guess what? You got to do that, right? You watch any cartoon about superheroes and they're creative and they know how to solve problems. So if you have a ton of stress, it doesn't matter if you got your cape on and you know, you know, yes, I'm going to be my superhero and, uh, okay, I know where my thinking is going and, oh yeah, I can, you know, I, I've been successful at, at doing some, some goals, reaching some goals. And yes, I'm, I'm listening to my instinct. If you've got stress, none of the rest of that matters. Okay. So in the life on purpose program, every week you'll have an individual session with me where we will process out your stress. Okay. And then, you know, the, the last thing is, is, uh, stop waiting on other people. I mean, how many think about this? And I know I say this very paradoxically here, but how many courses or programs or podcasts or books or other, other than you sources have you invested in, in the last, let's say year. Okay. How much time, effort, and resources have you invested in the last year? Now, some of you, this question is not for you because I know that you have been doing the work. Okay. But this is really to challenge the other people who haven't. So you have in essence been waiting for all of those sources and resources to help you. The Life on Purpose program is not designed to be information. Yes, you're going to get information, but it is more designed to make you do your own thinking and get off the couch, put your cape on and go about your life. Okay. At the end of the 12 weeks by March 1st, I want you to be a completely different person. I will be honest with that. Um, if, if you come to March 1st and I've done my job and you are off and running and you're doing your thing, you won't look back other than to say, Michelle, thank you so much for doing this. I'm so grateful. You don't need to buy another course or program for me ever again. Okay. So, you know, just briefly as uh, I'll put the link obviously in, in the description. Um, but 
here's the thing. You'll get 12 teaching videos and those videos you'll have lifetime access to. Okay. So not just, you know, for right now, but you can go back to them. You can listen to them. You can watch them as many times as you want. Then the next most powerful thing is we're going to create this community of people who are like-minded, who are also growing. So uh, I'm excited about the people who've already signed up. We've got a really good mix of folks from different walks of life for sure, um, but that have different awareness levels, which always makes really great conversation. Um, so, you know, definitely tell your friends if you'd like. Um, so every week we're going to meet and we're just going to discuss, okay, how is this going? right? And then the, the, that individual session with me every week to process out stress or really to work on a, um, a behavior that, that might be bothering you, or maybe you've noticed a belief that you're just like, oh no, this is really holding me back. Like this one belief is keeping me from putting on my cape. Come on, let's talk about that. Let's take care of it. Okay. So I would love it if you would join us. I really would. I promise I'm, uh, you know, we're closing down the, the door. So you, the invitation will only last through Friday at I think December 4th, 1159 PM. That's when we're shutting down the door for registration. So please check it out. Go to the link. If you have any questions, let me know. I would love to spend some more time with you and really help you find your cape if you don't know where it is, uh, adjust it if it's been a little off kilter. And for those of you who already are wearing your cape and you're doing amazing things, let's get you flying a little bit higher. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.